pull up a chair. This is Flux to Pose, episode 242, recorded on December 18th, 2018. The last episode of the year. On the docket today, a game that made us our physical game giveaway. I hope you entered. What you play in featuring Castlevania and Homecoming. Finally, close out the show with that community grab bag and that sweet, sweet, awkward finish. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and enjoy the show. are back for another episode of Flexibles. Thank you for joining. I am Jason Lacey. I'm joined by my best friend, a great co-host, a healthier version of himself, Mr. Lucas. Hi. Oh, God. That, that <laughs> sounded horrible. Can you, does that sound like horrible to you? You recall audio? Yeah. It, it sounds different. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds a bit nutty. Test, test, test. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened between pre-show and and now Nothing. but yeah i don't know i hey. don't know either these things happen these, these things, things always happen these things. people 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 change. are just people whoa now yeah. that sounds everything's it's like just going it's wrong it's like a turn game to 11 oh there we go hey are you back now one of these are 10 you? knobs will do something i'm sure <laughs> there we go now 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 the movie. Sorry about. It. I was just trying to say hi. Good lord. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Welcome to the show, guys. I hope you are. I hope your Tuesday is finding you well. Again, this is the last episode of Flexpose for the year. Let's elaborate on that, shall we? So, Christmas is the twenty fifth. I think that's usually the case, and that's also a Tuesday when we do the show. Tuesday. Well, I, I, I travel usually for most holidays, and it's Christmas. I don't want to spend a Holiday should be spent with family doing podcast. I don't think Lucas does either. Hell I think, no. I think I think traditionally we've always taken Christmas off or not been done the podcast during during Christmas, and we always have our flexible holiday mixtape. So you can have that. Your digital stockings will be stuffed with some holiday cheer in our flexible mixtape. We've done this. I think we've done this every year, haven't we? Every year we've done the podcast. I think probably we've done. We've done the mixtape, so you can look forward to that and. We Nothing else. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we still have time for you last minute procrastinators. If you want to send your holiday greeting to be included with the mixtape, you should probably do it yesterday. Just know there's we'll a chance it. that it won't make it because I may get a hair up my butt and decide to work on this and then be like, no, they, they took too long. And I should know. So now <laughs> I could put it in do. real easy, but I'm not going to just because I teach you our lesson (laughs) so you can't so you have that to look forward to we will be doing a a show i believe on when is it uh new year's day is the is that the sec is that the first i don't know calendars are hard i don't know we'll take we'll take the the week off for christmas and then we'll be back so uh thank you for joining hope you hope this episode finds you well if you're watching now or if you're listening at a later date and time we thank you all the same Again, as I've updated on every show, we have the Flex to AMA coming up 
Got to get your questions, though. Otherwise, we ain't going to do it. We're just going to take your money and run away. Please send your, send your stupid, ridiculous, maybe they're thoughtful, inquisitive, and quite provoking questions to FlexiposeAMA. Dare I say profound. Profound? We might make some new realizations. I might never want to. I might just shut the podcast down if this and say, hey, you know what? PSVG has a Patreon. Let's just somehow make money off of them. And I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> we'll charge them protection money. What does that <laughs> I mean? I don't he, know. I think that's what Nasty Boots does. Oh, damn it. I think that's what he does in all the discords. He always offers his protection. <laughs> I think I, that I think he means literally condoms, though. <laughs> I think that's what that is. You know, can we get a, a random tangent before we go into IRL? I guess this will be my IRL portion for the week. Lucas, I've, okay. I've been inspired. One of my favorite stories, I'm, I hate to talk about him on the air. I'm going to talk about Adam Leonard right now. When, <laughs> you one don't of my favorite, hate to talk about him. You love one it. Of my, one of my favorite Megadad stories from Adam is <laughs> he's they have the one bathroom, and he's, like, getting out of the shower, and he's, like, toweling off, and his son Elliot's, like, right there on the toilet, and he's, like, I'm toweling off, and all of a sudden he just he just smacks my dick <laughs> and laughs or runs away. This I'm I'm I'm, I'm very much just living here, Eric. But that's like my favorite Anna Leonard story. So now it's like as you you've raised a son and Josh who's in the chat, he can attest to this as well. It's like how much naked when is when is it too much naked time? Like when do you draw the line between? I want my son to be comfortable with his body. I want him to not be ashamed. I want him to be familiar. But then at the same time, it's like. When, when, when do you like start saying, okay, we need not to see dad naked all the time, you know, (laughs) hopefully never like like for like, for my, for instance, like, you know, Aiden's aware that he has something down there, but he, you know, he doesn't know, he has no idea what it is, but (laughs) like, he's always, he's, he's like, he stands like eye level, you know? Yeah. 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 If you don't, if you turn around too fast, you're going to slap him on accident. (laughs) But I'll like I'll get out of the shower, you know. He'll come running in, Dada, shower. Yes, I'm in the shower, and, and then he'll just like, <laughs> and, and I could tell he's just staring at my crotch. I'm just like, oh god. And he'll be like that, that, and pointing <laughs> like, yes, that's that's Dad's penis. Yes. So that's that's our that's our that's our food for thought. That's more. Let's see, I'm gonna have to say that that's more than uh, than I've experienced because I think Isaac knows that I'm naked, but he's never really commented on it that I can think of. He'll, he'll say things like dad, take a shower and then I'll get out and he'll say, dad's all wet, you know, something like that. <laughs> but he won't say, you know, he keeps it blue. You know, he's very, he's very PG with his. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So mm. I'll say, it might already be too late. <laughs> I think you've yeah. crossed that barrier. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Can't be naked as much mm. anymore. I know you liked it. But... I just, I just want to be free, man. I just want to be free. You walked in to the best thing on the internet, dude, Reno. I can tell you that right now, Lucas. What's what? up with you, my friend? Uh, really just one thing that has made my day. And what that one thing is, is gaming related, but of course, but it's also IRL related because it's a quality of life upgrade. Oh, <laughs> and that is, is this something for the Nintendo switch? A peripheral by chance? Oh, it is a peripheral. A contract. You had the best handheld peripheral device available. No, 
no for the Nintendo Jason, Switch. I thought you already had that. It's not just a peripheral. It's a proiferal. Oh. oh, you see what I did here? Let me just let me just saunter. On over oh, he's here. standing up, folks. He's walking away from the battle station. He has something in his hands. He's let me gallantly just, coming back. Oh, he's here. Let me just show everyone at home who's who's tuning in, visual watchers. This this Ugh. this is the garbage that was given to me as a um, good idea. I guess not give it like I bought it, but I was told that this. Basically equaled this, which is so he's he's holding up a Chinese yes. knockoff of an Xbox One controller and an actual actual Xbox One controller. Yes. Now, if if you do go on eBay and Amazon, I think there's like eight different companies that will sell you a Nintendo Switch controller such as this, and they're all you know they're all probably come from the same distributor in China, and people just you know sell them as what they may. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically an Xbox One shell. It has the same D pad. It has the same key layout. The only thing it's different is it has two little pill buttons that are on angles for the start, the plus and minus. And it has a yes. home button where the Xbox logo would have been. All of these things are correct. So this is a... And why, why did you hate this controller so much? Well, let me tell you. First of all, I have done many, many scientific tests to describe in detail why these thumbsticks are so terrible. Because I swear, they're almost... It's almost like they're locked on an X and Y axis... And to do a diagonal is practically impossible. Even though you can clearly see I'm I'm doing it with my hands. It's Ooh. uh it's not good. Also, no matter how much this thing is charged, within like two hours it'll tell me that it's dead. Uh <laughs> even though when it starts telling me that, I can play for like another six hours, I swear. So <laughs> I don't know what the point of that is. So what you have in your hands now is like basically the the new version of what would have been considered the 90s Mad Cats controller. So that player mm. two will be forced to use the ugly Mad Cats controller. That's that being else mean wants. to Mad Cats, man. This thing is even this is like a ripoff of Mad Cats. This is like when they, you know, when they um they print uh anything from a mold like toys or whatever, like plastic star Wars toys. And then they somehow get a hold of the mold and they do a second printing, but it's not quite as good. Well, this is like, rushed, yeah, this is like market. the third one of the, of that generation. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, even where the, the shell is put together, this line, which is also on the Xbox. Yeah. One. yeah but yeah. for some reason, this one is like sharp and it, you can feel it on your hands you can feel it on your hands, and I hate it. I hate it. So, so what do you have now? Now I have the peripheral of choice. Not this. Get out of here. I've got uh, the <laughs> Nintendo Switch Pro controller, and it feels so... Look at... Oh, yes. oh, it feels oh look so at those thumbsticks good. rotate. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. It this feels is, so good. Oh. And these oh boy. buttons. These buttons are weird. It. The buttons are weird because they're a little bit larger and they're kind of flatter than the Xbox. Buttons. I kind of wonder how that compares to the, like my Gen One um, Pro because they had some issues. I don't, I haven't noticed in mine, but there were some issues with the first run of Pro controllers, which I'm sure people are already familiar with. But like the D-pad wasn't quite as accurate. There were some like issues with the D-pad, um, and I'm not sure, that might have been the only thing. But this I D-pad mean, feels good. It feels like an old Genesis controller. Which I like. 
That's not a bad thing. Ooh, or I guess... Just a, compared, you just compared yeah. a Nintendo controller to a Sega controller? Oh, my gosh. Sega Genesis. Well, uh... Sega does what Nintendo... Exactly. That's oh, the, those are the words I was trying to think of. So, you're now... So, like, you, you're good at Smash now, right? No, I mean, no. But I will say this. Here is the best recommend... Or the best, um... Um... Glowing, um... Review that I can give for this controller... I when I first got it, I charged it, and then I was like, "All right, let me let me try some Smash on it because that was the big thing. Was Smash was very difficult to play with the other one, as along with anything that was first person-y uh, on the Switch." I tested it out, and I was just going to play one match, and I ended up playing like five matches because I was like, "I'm not fighting the controller to do the things I want to do." So it's like a weird. It's like a weird combination of the PS4 controller and the Xbox One controller because it's asymmetrical like the Xbox One, mm-hmm. but it's more streamlined like the DualShock for the PS4. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a little bit yeah. smaller, a little yeah. bit uh, more streamlined, and, and overall, I think it could easily I mean, become one of my favorite new controllers. For playing for Smash, I definitely there's some things about the Pro Controller I do like compared to this GameCube controller and just like I like the shoulder buttons better and um I don't know the I so I've had some weird things while I've, I've noticed when I'm playing um Smash and like I've had a couple times where my C stick doesn't register at all I'm like trying to do up in my C stick to do my tilts and my character doesn't do anything at one time I couldn't sprint I'm, I can only walk I think that's a really game weird. problem I really do because I yeah. still somebody asked me if I was still getting that and I was like nope nope everything's good. I played a. It seems to happen the most with uh, Simon Belmont and from Castlevania. Every once in a while, he just won't attack with his whip. I've noticed uh, using the tilt sticks. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but because uh, his his startup animations on most of his attacks are already slow. Yeah, but uh, Tom uh, Tom Servo commented that you can't mash C stick for tilts. This would be it wouldn't even register my first input. I would be at a standstill. Uh, standstill oh. in the character. My opponent would be above me, so I'm right underneath him, winding the line up and up, uh, up tilt. <clears throat> Nothing happens. I wow. sit there. I'm like up tilt, up tilt. No, no recognition. Have you been game. able to reproduce it consistently? Uh, I wouldn't say consistently yet. So I almost I wonder sometimes if it's like weird issues. I I can't recall if those matches were laggy, and so maybe oh. it's a weird thing where the input somehow got dropped in the net code matrix out there somewhere. I don't know, but. I'm glad you got a new controller because I know you're really frustrated with that. Now, I mean, yeah, we're going to get all those. We're going to get all those four stars and overcooked too. Like, oh hell know, yeah, like nothing, dude! I mean, hell yeah, like nothing. It's going to be it's going to be a good deal. It's going to be so much easy, so much easy. It's going to be too easy. Uh oh, we're getting pro uh, tips. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, again, I I wasn't. I was trying to do make my first move. I was at, I was standing still, and it wouldn't do the first move. So I it was really some some weird some weird thing. Uh, let's keep it moving though, because we got we got a lot of stuff to get through tonight, and we yeah. have a giveaway. So the giveaway, the giveaway. A while back, we hit a Patreon goal that gives us a giveaway every month, and we before we even hit that goal, we wanted to make a December giveaway something special. We wanted to give a physical item, physical gift, physical game away to a lucky listener, and we didn't advertise how to enter it only a couple times the initial show episode and then the episode following it we actually stated the steps needed 
And luckily for patrons, you guys got automatically entered no matter what. But you only got your bonus entries if you actually entered the giveaway as well. So a few of you took advantage. Mm. You got some extra chances here to be walking away with a physical game tonight. So I wish you all luck. Happy for everyone involved. And then you can look forward to continued giveaways. We'll probably do them, I would say, towards the end of the month, um, each and every month. Uh, And I hope to mix it up between, you know, we've always done digital currency, you know, flux to coin. What have we, you know, our own kind of a Bitcoin currency. We've done that. (laughs) Uh, I think every giveaway is prior. So it'll be nice. Maybe we can find ways to mix it up, whether we can give away some other geekly or beer, or stuff that's like related to the podcast items, like, you know, some beer swag or flex. We don't really have a lot of flexible swag to give away. Maybe one day, but I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys want more flexible swag. You're going to get it anyway. Uh, so things like that, but things to look forward to down the road. So let's keep it going because the main topic for tonight is our popular, not stolen from Netflix series, The Games That Made Us. Where Lucas and I like to dive into our gaming past, share with you something that was of interest, of that really kind of shaped our gaming philosophy, that was really important to our gaming development as we as we grew up playing games. And Lucas, I'm excited yes. to hear what you have selected for tonight. Oh boy! We also really need to go back through and kind of make a list of what we have picked and what we haven't. <laughs> Before we just talk I about, o- I can only remember like two segments ago, and then it's like I don't remember any of the other ones. So you get halfway and you're like, "This sounds awfully familiar." This sounds, yeah, kind of like uh, I think we've talked about top three RPGs, RPGs before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, as we keep going, it does get harder and harder to remember things. Not that. I didn't play a lot of games as a kid because I'm sure I did. It's just harder to remember the ones that uh, made an impact on your life, even if they made a significant impact in some in some way or shape or form. So I was sitting here thinking, well, first, yesterday I saw that it was uh, Games That Made Us episode, even though we announced it ahead of time. I'm always like, I, I just forget until I see it again. Usually. Yeah. yeah. It, it just seems to go that way. Um And so I saw it and I was like, man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I thought about it and I kept thinking about it. And then today I had that little idea that was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I haven't talked about this. So the game that made me back in 1992. Now, I don't know if I played it in 1992, but it had to have been within a year of its release. Uh, because I don't, I think I saw this in a gaming magazine cause I used to get quite a few of them. I was never subscribed to them, but I would just pick them up whenever we went to the store or whatever. Um, and that game, that fateful game was mortal Kombat. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm not mortal Kombat. Um, the original even not mortal Kombat two. Yes. The original mortal Kombat. Because. Oh, yes. I was just going to say, because I've been there f- since the beginning, I remember being hyped for this game because mm. of the controversy that surrounds it. So, so 1992, so you were like, what, like 10 years old playing this game? No. Well, let's see. Uh, I was born in 86, so. Well, not even 92 you weren't, but I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, probably. So no, were. more like probably eight. eight. Yeah. seven. Dang. Yeah. So <laughs> I know my, my parents, I don't even know if my parents knew what it was because I remember playing this in the basement, but it wasn't like I was hiding. It's just where the extra TV was yeah. much like my current I life was, right now. I like, I, I played, you know, I played both these two and I, I, w- I was always more partial to Mortal Kombat. I, I own Mortal Kombat three engines, but I was more partial to Mortal Kombat two because it had, 
Um, good. Was Goro in Mortal Kombat One? Yes, but he was a he was like the second to last boss before Shang. Yeah, Tsung. yeah. So we had Goro, and then but then you had you had Shang Tsung, but then you had. Uh, somebody here lost internet, and I'm not sure if it was me or Jason. <laughs> I'm like, he's taking. Oh, oh, there we go. Woo. There you go. You're back. Woo. You were like frozen, and I was like, uh-oh, am I done? Did you drop? We, ju- we probably just had the same conversation because I'm just like, he's taking a really long time to think about this. <laughs> think about this, yeah. So wow, way, that's that's besides the point. But go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um. Cody, show Cody's up. trying to like escape. What a goof! You could probably see him in the little corner. Oh no, it's just barely cut off. Um. So, anyways, uh, the reason why I picked the original Mortal Kombat was because I yes, definitely the second one was the best. Well, no, well, the third one to me was the best, but the second one was even more improved. But uh, like I said, I just remember uh waiting for this game to come out and just hearing all the controversy and stuff. Not at really at the time, but um the fatalities and everything for sure. Especially when it was compared directly to Street Fighter, you know, and I, I was used to that game at least um playing it at home. Cause I never really played any of the stuff in the arcade because there wasn't really an arcade around yeah, us. Not really an option for us. So uh yeah, this game just captivated me. And I remember all the the player or all the characters and just how interesting they were, and they all their had their own little backstories. But I also remember getting those gaming magazines and being like, that was the only way you could find the fatalities was you had to like buy one of the up, one of the gaming magazines that had the uh, them listed. And so I would imagine they probably listed those for a few months. Could when you, the game have first you ever? Out. Can I ask you? Let's gamer put your gamer cred on the line. Have you ever actually successfully entered a fatality? And been able to produce it on screen because you know what? In, in, if I'm being honest, playing Mortal Kombat, I don't think I ever have. Really? I don't think I've those, ever gotten a fatality to like work. Those first ones weren't too bad, but once it got to the third game, they were really awful. Any of them? I wouldn't even put in the code for one button fatalities, and I couldn't figure out how to make them work. I could do like, <laughs> like maybe like the level specific ones. You know, like the one pit level, you could yeah, like uppercut up into the spikes, or there was like the acid stuff. I think I did. I could do like friendships and fatalities, but I never got. I never got a fatality, I don't think. Wait, I take that back. I remember in Mortal Kombat 3, like, doing Cyraxes or maybe Smokes. I think it was Smokes where he all of a sudden, like, opens up his chest and he just lets out all these cluster bombs and then there shows the earth and it just... Yeah, it, yeah. It I think... Uh, I think that, that or Sector. Sector was... Yeah. was the, well, and see, that's the problem. <laughs> Mortal Kombat has a bunch of characters that are just uh, color palette swaps. So you have Cyrax, Sector, and Smoke who are all cybernetic ninjas in that one but then you also have scorpion yeah. sub-zero yeah noob cybot uh josh, i just want to bring josh's comment he, he sub-zero down down up down took him forever to land it and i agree because i would always jump any of the up ones i was to gonna bring this. that up early i was like any of them that have up forget about it you're never gonna do it um but once you see that stage darken and you hear the music it's just like you like grab everybody next you're like it's happening we're gonna see some serious shit right now uh, uh, and that was I mean and I think that's part of it too is just the culture of surrounding the game um, and remembering like feeling like you're doing something naughty or you're seeing some what, s- crazy crazy shit. this is one of the first console games too that like took that whole trend of digitized um, humans right digitized yeah. actors as the characters like because that also that also became the rage because we had I remember seeing remember at 
you might have seen him going to the Pizza Hut in Greenville. They had Pit Fighter. Yes, I remember there, Pit and they Fighter. They had the arcade cabinet. Uh, but Mortal Kombat had that. And then, like, we saw it with, like, what the, the Batman, um, the Batman Forever game. Oh, was God, yes. Actor. You yes. know, there was that that whole trend in that era of, of gaming to, to do that sort of thing for the graphics. And remember that was appeal, but yeah, like the hyper violence of mortal Kombat, that was the big selling point. And mortal Kombat was the game you wanted to play because your parents wouldn't want you to play it. So that was like, that's why you wanted to play. That's kind yeah, of the dude. allure of mortal Kombat. Um, so let me, speaking of which, let me, here's a little history, a little history lesson for you about mortal Kombat taken directly from my favorite website, Wikipedia, which is always known for its 100% accurate. They must really want money right now because they're really, they're really hitting up for the donation stuff. Yes, they are, sir. Uh, The the development of the first game was originally based on an idea that Ed Boon and John Tobias had of making a video game starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, which I remember hearing later, but not at the time, obviously. So uh, that explains why uh, it's Johnny digitized, Cage, basically. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be that character, and uh, also somewhat why they're, they're digitized because they were just going to digitize Jean Claude. I, I tell you what, after reading that whole that big um, article about the making of the Street Fighter movie, it's put Jean Claude Van Damme in a whole new light for me. Just to, to what wasn't uh, he like on drugs the whole time or something? Yeah, he was an asshole, and he was basically coked out the entire. He was either coked out and drunk like the entire time. And just like super diva, well, you know, you saw the movie. I mean, <laughs> I can't work in this shit. <laughs> Somebody get my cook in. I don't know what he sounds like. Apparently, <laughs> you, you, I, I don't know what accent that started to turn into. It's, I don't. It's a cocaine accent. Um, oh, okay. But as that idea fell through, a fantasy horror themed fighting game titled Mortal Kombat was created instead. The series has a reputation for high levels of bloody violence, including most notably its fatalities. Uh, Controversies surrounding Mortal Kombat in part led to the creation of the ESRB uh, video game rating system. So I think, well, I can't remember what his name was. Uh, Thompson. There oh, was some, the, act, the 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 lawyer that was yeah famous. John Thompson or something Jack, like that. I think it was Jack, Jack Thompson. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. And he just had a hard on about this game getting it like banned basically, and so they had to work out a system, and and this was part of the reason. So, yep. Um, now, what was Mortal Kombat rated? Probably it wasn't thirteen and up, was it, or was it mature? Uh, mature. Was it teen? It's probably mature, right? but it would have to be. Um. Or Which the charted AO adults only. Oh God, yes. I don't think that even. I don't even know. I don't think, I think I've ever seen anything that's that AO. That. Yeah, and then they get re-released as mature or whatever. Um, so I guess now talking about Mortal Kombat, they have the two successful reboot. Well, the reboot and then the successful eleven or ten or whatever Mortal Kombat X. Um. But for a long time, once the 64 hit, uh, Mortal Kombat was not so good. <laughs> they couldn't really figure out how to get it into the, the 3D realm very easily. Yeah. Remember the uh, Mortal Kombat's Legends? Mythologies. Or Sub-Zero, the mythology, yeah. Sub-Zero, that platformer with the yes, fighting. Yes, I do, because I rented it, and it was awful. <laughs> I couldn't get for it past the first level. I think they, you know, he kind of went to the well too many times. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. it's like, okay, we need to read. We had a, like, if was lost until what, what, what probably what the past five years, 
the would you say the which 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 franchise? game do you think really yeah that really turned the franchise around and brought it back to where it should well, be? Would you say there was one in the Xbox slash Xbox 360 era? I want to say it's Mortal Kombat Apocalypse or something that wasn't like wasn't that bad, and it started to turn the series around. And then I think they took a long uh, break on that one. And yeah, then Josh has nine, nine came out and that's when everything turned. Cause that basically rebooted the series, which it really yeah. needed. Because like you said, they went back to that well way too many times and they had like characters like Bo Rai Cho, who I, I love him, but he's a, he's a drunk. And so he like farts and pukes on everybody. And so, <laughs> so it's just kind of like hard to take it serious anymore when, when that's yeah. kind of what's coming up. Um, yeah. So there was Mortal Kombat Armageddon which came out okay. in 2007. Um, and then, of course, all the anthologies started hitting and stuff. Um, but then it, it, it was confusing Toasty. during that time because there was Mortal Kombat Deception and Shaolin Monks and then that Armageddon. And it just there was just too much. So it was good that they just completely wiped the slate clean because um, I wasn't even playing those games. I just knew about them. I think yeah. I rented one of them. Deadly Alliance I think, in 2002. I think three was the last game I played in the Mortal Kombat. Well, you know, I played two and three and I never, cause after that I didn't have, I didn't have a lot of fighting 2d fighting games. I think I, you know, I played a lot of street fighter. I really, my brothers and I rented this really bad DC fighting game on Genesis. I can't remember, um, what it was called justice league. It was like a justice league fighting game. It was, it wasn't good. Is it and the then, uh, fighting game or like platform? No, it's a fight. It's a fighting, oh, game. It's a fighting game. And then, um, it wasn't until PlayStation, and then then I got into Tekken, and that was like when I that got me back into fighters. And then I I just I don't I just struggle with traditional fighting games, and I think that's why I never I never got into them too much. Is they just something that just never clicks with me. You um, couldn't even do a fatality. You I, exactly. You know what am I saying? <laughs> if I can't do a fatality, I might as well. You know. What are you even doing here? I just kept buying Mortal Kombat to look at Sonya. I mean, oh yeah, dude. I don't, Sindel is pretty hot too, even though she's kind of <laughs> old. Like she's like two thousand years old or something. Um. So yeah, now definitely nine and ten, and of, of course, just recently announced eleven. Um. And it's a little weird because they have like Jason Voorhees and Leatherface and stuff in the as DLC in the new. That's one. cool though. I but think. it is cool. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like. It's cool because it was handled correctly, whereas with yeah. some of those other dumb characters, it was clear that they couldn't. Dude, just go, think of just anything. go full on the injustice route and just bring in all these odd, like you know, bring in all, <laughs> all these, of like, them. The fact that they brought in like the Ninja Turtles to that, I mean, that's insane. So yeah, yeah. bring in some, bring in some crazy characters like that. The I problem mean, with cool. that though is that not all of them want to see their beautiful uh, creations. Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, sure. Make it happen. Mario, bring Mario in. <laughs> I want to decapitate him. And, and burn him to a crease. Oh, no. I want to make him toaster, as you said. That's right. Get over here, indeed. <laughs> yes, get over here. What was a uh, favorite Mortal Kombat character? Ooh, gosh, that's a tough one. From the first one or from all of them? From the first game and then overall. Uh, from the first game was Kano, because sometimes Ooh. he ripped out your... Um, spleen or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sub Zero yeah, yeah. did the spine. He ripped out your heart sometimes, and your and some gray liver or I don't know. What? Uh, let's see. Uh, Reptile did had like the acid spit. 
Yes. Right. That would, and, and he then, was in the second one. He was the second one. And then Scorpion had to like he ripped his face off and he had the skull and then he yep. like spit fire, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Um so yeah, probably Kano. And then as time went on, um I mean Scorpion and and Sub Zero are always kind of like the face of the brand, I feel like. But there yeah. were some cool there were some cool characters in like three, for instance. Uh there was Cabal, I think his name was. He wore that weird mask and had the Chinese hook swords. Um, which were oh, pretty cool. Yeah. I think his name was Cabal, anyways. Um, what about, uh, what about uh, Baraka? I never. Blade, he, blade. His face looks stupid. Yeah. Um, but he is in the he's in the newer ones too. A lot of the original ones came back. Um, for the um the re the reboot. Um, I know everyone likes Liu Kang, but I kind of liked uh, the uh, Kung Lao. Kung with the, Lao with the hit with the with the, with the hat, the hat, yeah. So I thought that was cool too. So yeah, Mortal Kombat. Well, we got to tie it in though. Okay, you didn't mention it. What about the 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 film franchise? Oh, dude. Okay, the first film I w- I watched that in theaters when it came out. Um, oh yeah, so did I. It. I remember sitting up Highlander when, as. Um, I mean, come on, as the Thunder God uh, Thunder himself, God, yeah, I mean. Raiden. Um, when Scorpion showed up, I remember sitting up and being like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> you know, uh, it got my blood pumping in that yeah, music. Yeah, they made that, punks I, out of Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah, but it's the best we were going to get. I mean, let's face it. Um, and of course that bump and soundtrack, which I bought compact disc. Um, and then, and then the second film came out and it was like, Ooh, Okay. Never mind. the The first yeah. one was directed by Paul W S Anderson or whatever the guy who did oh, uh, Resident Evil Resident and all Evil. that stuff. So yeah, I think that's I think that's what kind of helped it. Um, and then the second one was just kind of a throwaway cash in. Hey, so. it's better than the Double Dragon movie. Yes, that's true. I have not seen or that in a the long Dutch time. Dragons movie. Oh God, I haven't seen that in a long time either. Good lord. It'll be, they'll be on Netflix eventually. Maybe questionable else. if it's better than the Three Ninjas movie. Hmm. What about um <laughs> I got nothing. You got nothing. Well, I was trying to think of something. I'm like, no, it's it's unquestionably worse than these movies that I'm about to say. So I was like, I'll just save us time and say I have nothing. You have nothing. So that's your that, game. Then. That's my game. That's a, good, that's a good pick. Mortal Kombat. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. It's good. It's a good trip. I feel like most of our our games have come from the the sixteen bit era. But that's, I mean, if you think about that's it, that's where we did that most of us. our. That's where we grew up and played a lot of games. So yes, I mean, it, it, it only it only makes sense. Well, I went for a game that completely different direction. Came out in the early two thousands. I started following it though in high school, and I remember. Uh, a lot of excitement generated by it and going to the website on a daily basis cause, or weekly basis because their blog would have new screenshots. You're like, oh my God, look at it. And you're like, when's it going to come out? And it gets delayed and you just wait and you wait. And I had to go to Canada just to buy this. 2003 rolls by, 2004 rolls by, and I finally released. But we'll get we'll get back to that point. But I, I, was, I was excited about this game because I was already heavily invested in the world 
and the lore and the stories prior to this because of the yes. real, real time strategy games in the series. Ooh. And of course, I'm referring to Warcraft. So thus, the game is World of Warcraft. I I grew up playing not so much Warcraft, but Warcraft 2. I played a ton of Warcraft 2, uh, a bunch of the expansion beyond the Dark Portal, and then um, Warcraft 3. I love Warcraft 3. is still one of my favorite games. I'm really excited about that. Um, new the new version coming out so looking forward to playing that so i w- always loved warcraft i always like i would draw characters from warcraft and color them and i i just i loved that that was like my first ex- exposure to i wasn't you know i was familiar with warhammer but that was my whole first thing of like a real like a, a fantasy type um world that i really got into so like the whole idea of like being able to actually be in that entire world as promised as an mmo it wasn't so much just that but the fact that I'd never played an, an MMO before, and, and when I got into the LAN parties and got it connected with you guys, you talked about, you know, Dark Age of Camelot and um, EverQuest and Star Wars and Galaxies and Ultima. Yeah. That just sounded so so awesome. It was something that I really wanted to play, so this was going to be the first MMO that I'd ever personally get to experience, and that, that was Warcraft, and I, I distinctly remember, like... Back back in the day, we had I I had a subscription. This is this is the dating. This is dating it. I had a paid subscription to File Planet because that was one of the things you could do. I was big Game Spy was like this website I love to go to, and I had a, I had a File Planet subscription, which would get you the you know the the faster downloads and everything. But because I had that subscription, I got access into one of the alphas or the betas of World of Warcraft. I remember at this time you had your computer over at your house. And I remember it was like your birthday was coming up. I was like, mom, can we buy Lucas a subscription to this for his birthday? <laughs> Just so you could get the beta access to Warcraft so we could play it. That what time. a nerd. That Exactly. I was a nerd. So, and um, yeah, I was in college. I was commuting for college at the time when it released. And I distinctly remember they, luckily they had a client out and you could preload the game. And I remember like waking up at like one in the morning or two in the morning to start the client. Or no, I started the download before I went to bed. But I remember like waking up at three, making sure the game was downloaded. And then I woke up, I actually got up at like five just so I could play for like an hour before I had to go to class oh, that day. Gosh. Um, but Warcraft, I think Warcraft was a lot of a lot of people, their first experience of an MMO was World of Warcraft, I think. And that was um <sighs> I mean, unfortunately, it, it, it's it having that be your first experience kind of taints it too, because that still is probably one of the best MMOs out there, mm-hmm. and it makes it hard to enjoy any others because they just don't. After you, if you've had that as your first taste, it doesn't quite anything else subsequent subsequently doesn't like uh, doesn't live up to it. Yeah. it. Doesn't quite meet those same expectations. Like uh, Star Wars came close. Um, the older public came close, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't quite the same. So I just had being able to explore that world, see all these different cities that I don't in these areas that I'd only seen from a, a third, you know, this this forced perspective of an RTS. Yeah. Yes, isometric. Thank you, and being able to like see that and these characters and this lore and all this stuff. And I only played, I only played Warcraft through like vanilla. Um, I was in a guild, had a lot of fun, met a lot of cool people, and then once I got to level like. I hit level cap, and I think I was one of the one of our early one of our first players in the guild to hit level cap. Actually, I think I burned out before that, and I took I took a break, and I came back, and I hit level cap. But then I was just like, "Well, I, I what do I do?" Because at the time, I think once I finally did, I think I was I was moved out now, and so I was I, I think I was still mm, no, 
I was still, I, this was before I moved out. I was still at home, but I was like, I'm not going to give up my a Friday or Saturday night to, for four hours to like raid. You know, I just yeah. didn't have any desire to do that. So I was like, what, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So I stopped. I kind of phased out. And then once one of the first expansions came in, it kind of got me playing again. And then when um, the Lich King expansion came out, that got me playing again. But that was that's when I stopped. I never really played the game um, beyond that. But just the concepts so of like, you know, the whole idea of being, you know, being to play with your friends and loot grinding and doing all that stuff was fun. And the holy trinity of, you know, tank DPS and healing. <laughs> it was just, you know, that whole stuff. Like I had a lot of fun just doing the, the specific dungeons with friends and guild mates and uh, stuff like that. I always remember. And it just like, that was a, a lot of fun for me. And it like, it helped me. Like I went through a, I think that's when I had like at the time it was like my longest like serious relationship and we had it was a pretty bad breakup and I remember so I had my my guildmates then and some of my friends that I was playing at RTS with at the time that were there that that kind of helped get me through all that because I kind of was able to get lost in the game a bit to help heal myself through that but it was just um, it was a game I always had fun with and I'll, I'll always I'll miss that like now I just don't have the I, I say that like I don't have the time but look how much time I, I can put into Smash Brothers and stuff like that but. I don't have the time to like enjoy like a an MMO again. Well, you know, and the problem with putting time into World of Warcraft is you can hop on and be like, okay, I'm going to play for an hour, but that hour might be you just traveling from one spot to another, and yeah, then that, just, it and just then feels like hours it, gone. It's, it's a very slow burn, slow burn to accomplish anything, and then plus you're paying a subscription fee at the same yes, time. That's so it's a like big my my whole thing if I'm always paying if I'm paying to play a game. I want to be able to really take advantage of it. If I'm only going to have limited time to play, it's just not worth it. So, like, I played, just a backstory, you know, I played World of Warcraft, and then once that faced out, I think I played, we played, I played Champions Online, I've played oh, The yes. Old Republic. I've dragged I've you played, into a lot of uh, MMORPGs after I, that. I try, was it Wildstar? I did that just a little bit. Um, there are a couple other weird ones that, I, I mean, I wish I would give a Hero, Guild Wars well, we did 2 champions a little more. And heroes. and heroes. I wish I'd give Guild Wars 2 a little more of a an itch. Yeah, that but was I, I never pretty did. popular. And because I, I own it, you know. And then What about uh, Lord of the Rings online? I never did Lord of the Rings, but I did do I did play um oh gosh, what's the other Warhammer <sighs> online? I, I never tried Warhammer. EverQuest um, two, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, oh yeah, that was yeah, the last that's right. One. That was the last one I ever. I played that for a bit at launch, and it was all right. But it just, you know, again, it kind of suffered for that. I'm used to like the Warcraft experience. It's not it your first nothing. love. It's not my first it's love. Never I just, can be the same. I really like that 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 core again that that core combat mechanic of the tank DPS and healing. What did you play? That. What was your main? My first character class? was a rogue. So that was the first character I made. Uh, it was a troll rogue. And I got him up to like level 57, and then I decided I don't like him. And I re-rolled and started playing a mage. Whoa. And that was the first character, a troll mage, that I got to level 60. But I think, um, yeah, I played that. And then hmm, always messed around with other classes. I think the last time I ever played the game, I had like a dwarf paladin that was all right. But uh, I had a few undead characters too. But I think I was more predominantly horde, a horde player. But now when I've played games, like when I've played MMOs now, I think I'm drawn more to the tanking. I think I enjoy that more. It's just holding aggro and going through your ro- your skill rotations and 
Oh, oh that's so that's, that's going to make no sense to people that never played the game. Uh, because we talked about it, let's, the backstory, World of Warcraft is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game, abbreviated MMORPG, released in 2004 by Blizzard Entertainment. It was the fourth release game in the Warcraft Fantasy universe. So we had Warcraft 1, 2, and 3, the canceled um, Warcraft Adventures. And then, of mm. course, uh, World of Warcraft takes place in the world of Azeroth. It takes uh, approximately four years after the events of the conclusion of the, the previous games. Um, game was announced in 2001. And it was, let's see, it was Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne. The game was, that was the game, excuse me, I just butchered the whole thing. Approximately four years <laughs> after the events, at the conclusion of Blizzard's, Blizzard's previously Warcraft release, Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne, which was um, announced in 2001. It was released for the 10th anniversary of the Warcraft franchise, uh, November 2004. Um... Since we're launched, World of Warcraft has had seven oh, major gosh. expansion packs. Uh, the Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Mist of Pandaria, Warlords of Draenor, Legion, and just now Battle for Azeroth. So um, you just got to wonder how, how long is this game going to go? You know, we're looking, we're rapidly approaching 20 years. This game's been around 20 years. I mean, think about that. It's kind of insane. That you know? is, that is. I can't think of, that'd be like, an MMORPG for the Nintendo still being around. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, because... Yeah, think about it. And I mean, you have to wonder, at what point do you... Because there was times when they they thought, you know, Blizzard was going to do another MMO, you know, a successor, and then that didn't work out, and then that eventually that project became Overwatch. Um, you got to wonder, like, how long is Blizzard going to keep it going? And when do you do something else? You know, when are when we going to see... It stops making money. <laughs> yeah, that's so never. The, exactly. When will we see a, a different game in the Warcraft series that's, you know, a return to the RTS? What about the I think... StarCraft MMORPG? <laughs> Give me StarCraft Ghost first, because that looked awesome. <laughs> StarCraft, anything um, besides StarCraft ends up being canceled, so... Yes. So, I, I don't know, you know, I, it'd be interesting to go back and play, make a new character and see oh, how different, God. you know, that those first 20 levels are. I hear some, to what you remember. I hear but now some, we have, now we have the vanilla servers coming back. We have Blizzard launching what World of Warcraft Classic, which you can play back the original version of World of Warcraft. That's oh, that's kind of so, cool. Yeah, because that was the big thing. You might have, we talked about it, you know, they had fan run servers. Yeah. And then yeah, you know, yeah. Blizzard shut always, it all down. I feel like that always yeah. happens for anything that ends up changing. Because Star, Star Wars Galaxies, was, yeah, that was Those the exact same thing. That. Once they once they um, introduced Jedi into that game, it pretty much ruined oh, it. God. So. No. So I mean, I mean, you played World of Warcraft. I mean, you had played MMOs. I mean, yeah. I don't think you played it nearly as quite as much as I did. But you and I played together. Russ was I, playing it. You I had, had a lot of similar. I had a similar problem as you though, because I always liked. I remember my experience from Ultima Online, so that was way different than. Just in function functionality and in terms of community for me was way different than um, playing World of Warcraft. So I still enjoyed World of Warcraft a lot, though. It was just yeah. I was always like, well, it's no Ultima Online. And, you know. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what it's like now with all the like the tools and community assistance that there is available now that we didn't have back then. Like when we were playing Warcraft, you had Ventrilo and Teamspeak. You know, those oh, are the yeah, that's basic true. VoIP clients and now i mean you have discord and you know social media and just everything has changed so much so it's so much easier to be connected with everyone so i really i wonder how what's that like for people that are actively playing the probably games a and, lot better <laughs> and remember remember your first encounter with a gold farmer oh god or yeah because when they just you would try to talk to them or whatever and they wouldn't even 
Yeah, they would just randomly You're like, are you an NPC? Your party, the and they would just run around and kill stuff and then just and loot. They would like loot ninja your Yeah, 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 uh, that's right. Um Yeah. I hear some yeah. pretty weird stuff gets goes down in the um what's the alliance first area when you're a human? Goldshire. Remember. Goldshire, yeah. Some just you don't go watch, in the tavern you in there. Watch those role-playing servers, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, World of Warcraft was a good old time, but uh, she, uh, I think we both kind of grew out of it a little bit yeah. to a certain It's degree. like, yeah, I think the, the idea and everything was there. Even because I read, you know, I was reading the, the books of Warcraft and all this other stuff. Yeah, you know, I still I was have always one. big in the lore. Like, and, and Dev, Dev from PSVG, he's big Warcraft now. He's huge into like the, the lore and everything. So, I mean, wow. he played, this was his wow. jam for a while too. So he was kind of like in that same boat. So, um, it was a cool, cool experience, but you know, I don't think something that you just want to ever go back to. But when the Warcraft three that comes out, I'm, I'm playing that. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Me well, too. now you sat through us blabber and drizzle about games. How about we give you a game in return? It is time Whoa. for the giveaway to be done. Whoa. We've put a lot of effort into this randomizer. Yes, and, uh, and no, Josh didn't this... win, even though his name's showing up. Sorry, Josh. I had I had oh, to test gosh. it. I had to test it, so I was making sure that uh, that it was working, and, so, and then I can't yes. clear it. So yes, so uh, the way this works, guys. So I had took all the entries, I put them into an Excel document, and then randomized that list order. Which then Lucas has put that list all inside of this random name picker. So everyone's name that was entered either by an official entry, if you're a patron then and you entered, you got all your additional entries. Or if you were just a patron, you got your your default one entry just for being a patron. And we, Lucas is going to rerun this. Now, do we want to... Yeah. Okay, here's, yeah. here's my stipulation. Do we want to... You push the button once, and that's, and that's who, who wins? wins? I or was going to ask you the or same thing. do we want to have chat propose a random number... Oh, and then God. that number of button pushes is the winner. All right. Let's yeah. Get, I mean, in the words of Michael Keaton, do you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I'll get nuts. Come on. Give us a number. First number gets it. And don't say something smart. Between one and ten, please. Not zero, Josh. We'll give, we'll give it a second. <laughs> I mean, Josh is happy with the results right now. Mm-hmm. He says no takes these back. He's, oh, seven. Seven. Sean says Lucky seven. Number. All right. All right. So are we, we ready? Here we go. Seven times. As you can see, all the names are there. It cuts off the bottom too, but everything has been, everything has been calculated. I hope Callow wins again because he just won a PSVG giveaway. Oh gosh, I w- I was saying I hope that Josh or Kyle win because then it would be like Ooh. collusion because I won their <laughs> I won their giveaway. So collusion with board because collusion. We had to we had to make peace after we stole their name for a that's a, true an episode title, right? It was just all right. Let's a do this. Joke. Let's do this. All thing. right. Here we go. One, Nathan Thomas. Two, Dan Anthony. Three, Matt Knight. No, no, no. Wouldn't it be funny if we found out that the ones that have been picked can't come up again or something like that? You're right. I wish I could see this in real time instead of on the stream delay. Okay. Well, at least you can hear it. Four, Daddy Loose. Five, Adam Leonhardt. Six, Dan Anthony. Here we go. Special winner is. I'm pretty sure I hit the. Oh my god. Uh oh. We might have to no. go to a replay. <laughs> I hit the button and it still says Dan Anthony. I'm almost. I'm a hundred 
percent sure I think that I hit the button and it still says Dan Anthony. <laughs> what is the point of having a randomizer if it looked like I didn't? Dan had his name in there four times though. That's true. I mean, yeah, it. I did. I did. Yep. There's no okay. way I didn't not hit a button. Come on now, Dan. Dan the man. Dan's the winner. I'm actually pretty excited about that because Dan does a yep, lot for this. It happened show. again. Okay, so it is possible. Dan came up okay. twice again as I clicked through. So yeah. Okay, because Dan Dan's done a lot for the show. He's always supported the show. So that's pretty exciting that Dan is the winner of the physical game. Mr. Dan Anthony, we will hit you up on social media and we will we'll let you know. But I know you'll listen to this and you'll find out too. So awesome. We'll get you a physical game of your choice, Mr. Dan. Yeah, it's and all because of Sean. He's it's he all because of Sean. Number seven. Lucky Sean number seven. So you guys have to work that oh out. Oh my God. Guys, I just realized you picked the number seven. There's seven viewers in this right now. Half Life 3 confirmed. Josh, Josh Barboni has seven in his gamer tag. I'm seeing 21 everywhere. Half Life 3. Half Life 3 confirmed. Confirmed. This segment was sponsored by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. I was wondering, and now it makes sense. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. We're, we're I too dumb to pick it up earlier yeah. when you said it. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. All right. Well, now that oh. we have our max amount of uh, viewers, we should definitely go to a, a now song. Now it's time to go to Oral City Remix and make them all go away. <laughs> oh, playing a bunch of shitty music. What the hell is this crap? Congratulations, sir. You won. You got physical game i heard there's like a really sweet uh horse game on the nintendo switch that uh jams games has been playing dan should get that game Ooh, is it uh is it the one where you bet on horse no there's no betting no there's no is it is it called barbie's dream house it's something like that (laughs) yeah uh, so yes, we're going to take a quick break to play <laughs> so Overclocked Remix. I should probably explain it for everyone that, uh, I mean, you guys that have been here a while, you already know the, the spiel, but you, we like you? to feature a random remix from the new submitted remixes at Overclocked Remix, a great fan arrangement uh, remix community. And we randomly select one each episode, like we are right now. Here we go. It's time to spin the wheel of value. It's a circus of value. Psychin Dead Setsu 3. <laughs> Again. No, we've played too many of those. We got a veto of Psychin Dead Setsu. Ooh, I'm excited by this, but I don't, I can't tell you that I know the song or anything, but it is oh. from, it's number six, Brave Fencer Amusashi. When you said you were excited, I was like, I wonder if it's going to be that game. Uh, that came out, uh, PlayStation, right? Yes, it was. I want to say it, it was. They also had a number two, but I don't remember for sure. But yes, it came out uh, for the PlayStation. I guess I'll just do my little spiel here. Give it, and I'll have all those me, details right now. Baby. So our, our remix tonight is comes again from Brave Fencer Musashi. It's called "Me and My Game Boy." Our remixer is DDR Kirby, and let's get some details here. I feel like I know that remixer. I think I've had that before. Uh, Brave Fencer Musashi released in 1998 in the PS1 by Square. Uh, this remix is of the song A White Cloud in the Sky. It's pop. It's energetic. It's funky. It's happy. Chip tuned. Electronic sound. Epic. Synth, all those, all those good things. Yeah. All those things. All the small and things. We're going to play this. Rem- we're going to take a step back. Recover after this exciting giveaway win by Mr. Dan Anthony. In an upset. <sighs> 
It, it, yes, is, is that upset, what exactly. they say? Underdog. Yes, upset, and hey, um, that that just goes to show you that patrons get the cards, they get to stack the deck a little bit, and they're yeah, favorite, hell, as they rightfully should. How so, often you, would it come up twice in a row? You know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah. I was able to get it to do it again, but I mean, yeah. it still seems. So, if you're off. interested in, you know, getting that, getting the odds on your side for the next giveaway, please visit patreon.com slash flex. Well, and we are going to have more you giveaways. We are going to have more giveaways, how you can help support us and hopefully get something back for yourself as well. Think of it as an investment for your future. You're giving us a little something now, but maybe we're going to give it back to you. It's a pyramid so scheme. <laughs> I prefer Ponzi scheme, but um, we can go with pyramid. I remember Ponzi. Icicle Pyramid. Ponzi used Lucas. to say, hey, I'm Ponzi. So we're going to step back. We're going to play this remix. I don't know if we are. Maybe we're not. <laughs> and I always like to say so you is, can find this one and many, many more at ocremix.org. But is it, uh, is it not downloading? Is that the issue we're having? Um, I'm trying to. One upload completed. My question is, where did the where did the upload go? Oh, it's hidden in the, the Google Drive. I think it might be. I'm gonna try uploading it one more time. You or know how sometimes your computer lags and then you're you're like, I don't know if that went into the right spot or if it just like went into some yeah. random random thing. Because it, it, it usually it all usually works for me just fine. So for some reason it's being a butt. <laughs> for some reason it's just being a big butt. Well, imagine that flexible is having a technical issue. Amazing. Isn't Amazing. that how we never, started the show? That never, never happens. Thought. Huge. Absolutely huge. Okay. How about now? Well, do I need to get into a hind? I know where it is in here now. Uh oh. That's ICQ. So, did you ever have you? Do you know anything about Brave Fencer Musashi? I just the name. I don't think I ever played it. I remember like visually what the game looks like, but I never wasn't anything that like. I remember it being a little it because it's like an. How was it described? Like what genre? Because I always thought it was an RPG, but I think it's like an action game. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know because I don't. I don't have the game um, uh, description here. All right. I, well, I that's okay up. because we've got it. It's it's on the the thing. I now. hope we I get a prop of the rapper remix. In oh the my gosh, that'd be amazing. We might have to pick one of those. Yep. So all right. Well, now we're gonna play this remix. We'll come back. We'll do some what you plan, and we'll kick you off into the good night. So stick around for that. And hey, maybe you'll like the song and, you know, do that too. So again, we're going to play this remix and we'll be back for more Flex Deposed.
was lovely. Dude, that was pretty good. I really like that, actually. I liked a lot. A lot. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Good, good, good. Oh, it works. <laughs> I did it. I did a thing. We had to test a very important function of the, the podcast. I'm waiting for it to see it. I'm waiting to see it on the stream. Yes. It's going to play like <laughs> double the sound probably, but that's okay. That's okay. For they you don't. audio listeners, pay no mind to that. We're just doing some silliness. That's all. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we have hosting it. gifts that we're working on this stream now, so yes. we want to test them. So <coughs> I'm dying now. I really, yeah, I like that remix. That was sweet. Uh, we have a lot to get through in what you play in, so let's just do it. <laughs> F you, Duck Hunt Dog. Uh, I can get through mine really quick because I know Lucas, you've had a smorgasbord. Yes, I'm going to try to be quick to tease too. us with. Which is why I hey, have it's already the last, it's the last show of the year for us. Yeah. So, you know, whatever you guys, whatever. The ah. next show is going to be just as bad because we're going to do. I went to the library and I grabbed a bunch of crap to watch. I got a ridiculous <laughs> stack of DVDs and books to read. Well, comics. I don't read books. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, guys, it's no surprise. I'm still playing Smash Ultimate. That's actually the only game I've been playing. Um, I guess I'm really, my goal is I'm trying to grind my way up to, uh, elite smash and I have no idea where that is now. I'm at, uh, 1.4 million is my GSP with my primary characters and the still, the still, you'll, you'll see me talk about this on discord. I still have no idea how that works because, you know, my understanding is GSP is based on your ranking as that character based on everyone else who's played that character. So I'm better than one point. For blah 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 million other people right. as that character I don't play Inkling anymore and my GSP for Inkling keeps going up I don't understand it my Inkling's at 1.5 and I haven't played Inkling now I know if I would play as her and I would lose a match my GSP would probably tank it would probably plummet yeah because I I, I started playing Lucina today and I lost a couple matches and all of a sudden I was down to like 200,000 like that because it's it starts out like I won't an tell you like, what my, all my uh, characters are like 1.2. Oh, yeah. I definitely won't tell you what any of mine are. It <laughs> yeah, would be to be fair, I played Smash a hell of a lot more than you. Yeah, I I'm owned, waiting to. You've I'm, never owned a Smash game. That's true. And I'm waiting to play until I get the LAN adapter. So at and least I, then I've, I can cut myself out of the yeah, equation there. I, you, you know, you didn't even own a Wii U. I had the Wii U game. I have this. It's just, this is know, true. This is uh, true. PSVG, we had our first uh, game night for Smash that took place last Saturday. I've been told that we need to have a, a Flexible sponsored tournament, and we'll call it Flex with Flux <laughs> would be the, uh, yes. the tournament title. So Flex your Smash I muscles. Might, I, 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 as fun as it would be to be able to get one knocked out in one night, you know, let's say, okay, we're going to set aside four hours and people, I just don't think that is going to be possible with schedules. So I think we'd have to do like, same way we did the Tech Bowl mobile tournament in PSVG, we'd have to, you know. Yeah. That's do it true. over uh, an X amount of time, but you know you could do videos and recaps of those because you can save the the replays as video files. So I, I yeah. don't know how you if, would if you if you remember to actually press hit Y, the button to save <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it barely so. it barely tells you to do that. Like I yeah, I've never seen it. I've missed a couple because I forgot about it. So like, there's oh, a couple I, I want I want to save. Luckily, I've had you know a couple streaming sessions. I've had. Um, I did when I, my internet was down last week. I did actually play World of Light for like twenty minutes. 
but I still would just rather grind <laughs> out uh, online I switched mode. I've, from I, World I've of Light played over 500 battles now. Wow. I got that notification. And I think that doesn't count. That's not just online. That's like CPU matches for unlocking characters as oh, well. I okay. just unlocked. I got Incineroar earlier today. So I'm looking forward to trying Spamming. him out. And I got I got Mega Man yesterday. So Ooh, I don't have Mega Man. How many characters do you have all together? Uh, I think I'm like in the 50s. Okay. I'm in, I'm in like the mid 40s then, I believe. So. I so. got uh, Palutina or whatever her name is. Oh, just now. and then I unlocked Wolf, but I lost to him because Ooh, I suck. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to play Incineroar. Um, who else did I? I just unlocked. Uh, who was it? Just before when I got done um, earlier today, was it? Uh, it was a female character. It wasn't Daisy. Maybe it was one of the Fire Emblems. I don't know, but it was on uh, the Super. Super Mario Galaxy stage, which is just that part of the planet. I don't know if you've ever played on it, but all you can see is just like the rounded part yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah, planet. And it's just a flat plane. And literally, I hit her once, and then I just dash attack, dash attack, dash attack, and just went off the screen. Boop, 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 and off the screen and killed her in like five <laughs> yes. seconds. I find that happens a lot in classic, especially the first few fights. You can knock them out with just about any character when they're only at like 40%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did notice, like, I know, you know playing with with Tom Servo bit and you know, he's noticed input lag. I definitely had a, a bad match today where it was like hit a button and just, it was, it was impossible to play the person because the, the input lag was just so atrocious. So um, I think an article had been released that I think it was Polygon from Ray put it up and people had, you know, dug into and compared then they actually studied the input lag. And the, I think this, this is probably that it was, if I remember, I'm paraphrasing here, but I remember right, this game has the worst input lag of the Smash series. It was wow. the highest. And of, of the controller inputs, I think it said the GameCube controller was the least amount. Um, so there is, a, there is a fair bit of input lag compared that to other games. That makes me feel now, a little you, if, better. Yeah, well, and if you haven't played a Smash game before, I don't think it's going to affect you as much. Because other people that are used to playing like Melee or Smash Wii U, they're used to how those games handle. That's so you don't true. have as much to adapt here. You're just going to get accustomed to it as you play this game. Right. You know? um, Take away all my excuses. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, this is probably what, unless there's some, a couple PC things that sum up along the way, this is probably going to be playing for a while because unless there's a couple indies that sprout up, I don't think there's really anything I'm like excited for in 2019, except for, like fire emblem, fire emblem and animal crossing. Whenever those come fire out, emblem you know? does emblem does look pretty cool. So I'm just going to, I'm all about that GSP, baby. Just grinding out matches and just trying to get better and add new elements to my repertoire and learn new moves and combos. And I just, I don't know. I I've, I've, I just like Smash. I just like the competition. I like fighting. I like, I don't know. This is like the fighting game I can play. So that's why I think it, why it appeals to me. And, you know, you're only dependent on yourself. You know, you're fighting. I fight, you know, solo matches. So, well, and it does work differently than Street Fighter or anything like that. There's less, um, it's not all about button combos and everything. Yeah, it's it's more. I've about- had a, I've had a couple matches today. I, I, even though I lost both matches, they were like intense. Like we were very evenly skilled, and it was just so much of. Um, it was a, as they like to say on the on the, the game in Smash Lingo, like footsies, and it was just so much like both maneuvering and trying to read each other and waiting yeah. waiting for who screwed up first really yeah. to land it to get a, an opening and land an attack. It's just like, it's pretty interesting when you get like someone that's on your playing field that evenly and you just, you face off. It's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, I like smash. That's all this is. Um, <laughs> Silicon Valley. I jumped back into that. 
I'm on, you know, was it season five? I think that's out right now. And I've watched, uh, recently I watched episodes five, six, and seven. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't watch the last episode because HBO Go did not want to work. So I could not stream the last episode of the season. Um, man, just so much of this show. It's just like, when is Pied Piper going to ever, like, be successful? Yeah. You know? Just when, when it looks like it, things uh, are going well for them, some shit happens. Because you, you didn't get through all that season, right? You lost your HBO Go before that. Which season? Season five. No, I think I watched. I watched all of season five and like, I believe in like. So like, where when they tried to get into cryptocurrency and. Yep, yep, yep. I watched oh, all okay. of that like within a week, basically. Spirit. Okay, like I love the fact that they, you know, spoilers. I love the fact that like Lori is now like their competitor, yeah. and like the, you know, instead of just Gavin Belson, and that's and what's her name with. isn't uh, the girl Monica. Yeah, Monica's kind of all in She's with on. him. Yeah, yeah. So, so in typical fashion, nice. you know, we're gonna we're gonna make our own cryptocurrency and it's gonna take off, and then it sells for seven cents when it opens. So, I <laughs> it's, love it's like Dogecoin. Know, yeah, right. I love the character of Jared so much. Like, yes, that he's, is he's just, a very dark, comical character. Yeah, yes, kind of. I like, love it. that dude's got some problems. Yeah, and Guilfoyle. Guilfoyle is awesome. Even Dinesh. I mean, I like I like the whole cast. I guess honestly, like the whole the little short story about Dinesh with uh, the Tesla and trying to get other people to buy the Tesla <laughs> yeah. just so you can get the, the, the custom rims for yes. referrals. And I wonder oh, who yeah. that's about, who that was written after. Is that even a thing? I hope not. It's gotta be. And the fact that they brought Russ Hanneman back again, because I mean the whole, the whole, this guy fucks line is probably one of the greatest <laughs> lines in that whole series. Besides, besides going back to the algorithm at TechCrunch. I mean, that's probably the greatest moment still about how many guys you can jerk off in a True. you know period of time. But great, great show. I always love that. And then finally, uh, my wife and I needed something new to watch. And we had talked about watching for a while. Homecoming, which is on Amazon Prime. Now, Spider-Man video. Homecoming, you mean, right? <laughs> Not Spider-Man. This one stars Julia Roberts. She also uh, produced it. And it's based on a podcast uh, made by Gimlet Media. Um, which is a fictional fictional podcast. So this was adapted, and it's only ten episodes. But here's the kicker: they're only thirty minute. They're like twenty six minute episodes, which I find so refreshing because so many shows now everything's forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah. There's thirteen episodes. It always takes forever to get through something. So like to have this a little more digestible and be able to really just crush through them. So we watched it in like three days. We got through the whole, wow. this, the whole story, and it, it it deals with um. Soldiers coming back from deployment, suffering from PTSD, and they go to this facility called Homecoming for treatment to reacclimate them to society, or are they? <gasps> bum, bum, bum. So uh, Julie Roberts' character <laughs> is like this guidance counselor, and she also like essentially runs that facility. But she's so, also a vampire. And it jumps back and forth, but you know, and chronologically between what happened and where she's at now. And it does some really cool things with camera. With like the the cinematography, the frame, like the frame length, like how wide the shots are, and like when the present day stuff is all narrow focus, it's got um, what what would it be when it's subtitled but vertically on the sides? A uh, letter. Uh, so it's not. Oh gosh, it's not, it's not, not see, see, I said subtitle, but I meant I meant to say letterbox. You know what I meant, but yeah. I said subtitle. Oh gosh, it's the opposite it's, of letterbox, but it's, as, it's a vertical it's your letterboxing. Aspect. Yeah, it's yeah. your aspect. You have this very forced perspective that, Four and then there's a lot of things too, where like everything that isn't in the center of the frame, 
like everything at the edges is very blurry. And but at some points it's not. So they're doing a lot of stuff there with the visuals to kind of I think to inflict some mood and pillar box. Pillar box. Okay. Goodness gracious. I knew it was close, but letterbox is yeah, this way. Yeah, much more, com- much more common. Yeah. So I, I had heard thing, good things about it and it I mean put it only things, took, you know, things. being being shorter episodes, it's really easier. It's a lot easier to get through. And we really liked it. So now we're on to uh we're on to something else, and that is nice. Well, what's your plan? Very good, very good, sir. Did, did I mention? Did I talk about Smash Bros? Did I mention Smash Bros? <laughs> did I? I, like I, it, I like it. I'm playing a game called Smash Brothers, little little known little known indie Ugh. game. Uh, well, let me talk indie about darling. who. This is true. That's what they call me. Uh, I I beat Hollow Knight. I remember we talked about. I should yes. just finish it. I did. Um, ninety percent. I'm assuming that doesn't include any of the added stuff because there's no possible No, way. because with all the DLC now, you can get over 100%, which I think is kind of dumb. Yeah, but they yeah, should have just, just kicked it like, I think it's like 113 or 115% is what you can get for completion in oh, the game now. Oh, okay, so still not really and that's, that much And that's more. with all the upgrades, all the badges, all the bosses, all the, all the spirit. Yeah. Come. Did you get all the grubs? No, that was what I was working on when I was like, that, uh, okay. that was the thing. I, I do plan on doing it, but I wanted to finish it just in case because I'm just like. Because the payoff for getting all the grubs is pretty good. humorous. Okay. Yeah. I will get them all. I and That's what I was working on when I was just like, you know what? I should just finish it first. So I know yeah. kind of what happens now that I know like the ending isn't. It was very short. Um, the endings are weird. Did you get and then did you beat the game? You've only beat the game the one time then? Yes. Because there's but an I'm ending, locked, you only. I'm locked out of one ending now. Yeah, because you had you got the void heart, and yeah. you only can get the first ending. That it, it's not it's not a huge deal. I think all I think all the endings of the game are actually kind of like yeah, pretty meh. If they're so I, if they're the same as what I got, then I they're just yeah. kind of like ten second. Yeah, happening. But it sounds like if you actually complete the Godmaster portion, there's like some cool stuff. But I don't think huh. I don't think I could ever complete the Godmaster portion. You've seen me try to do the boss rush; it sucks. Yeah, boss boss rushes would be tough because it's already bad enough to do the the Colosseum of Fools, and that's just regular yeah. enemies. Did you ever? Did you ever try the third trial? There? I tried it, but I didn't get through. That's what. See, that's what led me into because I didn't know what to do. So I was doing the Colosseum of Fools, and then I was like, "Man, I need more badges because I I'm having a tough time, and I need to upgrade the nail again and and all this other stuff." So that's kind of what led me to going through all of these new things I was gonna accomplish to get completion. And then you're like, I just need to finish this. Yeah, and then I was like, all right, I've it's been three days since I've played it. That means it's time to finish it so I can say I finished it at the Yeah, I, I'd say you've definitely got your uh your worth out of it. I, I love mean, the game. It was it's apparently my most played game. Until <laughs> Smash Smash Bros will pay I pass it before the year's done. But in yeah. so far in twenty eighteen, Hollow Knight was my most played I uh, game. It's a great game. I love the I love everything about it. The music, the art style, the the lore the look of it, everything. Uh, I don't know why, but it, it really, that all resonated with me. And uh, it's definitely one of my f- most favorite games I've played of, for oh, wow. this year. I don't know if it's from this year. I think it's from last you year. You need to play it? Celeste. I really want you to play yeah, Celeste. Well, did you see, I said in uh, Nintendo Shack, if they put Celeste in the Messenger as a f- physical copy double pack like they did the other those other two games, I would buy that in a second. <laughs> Messengers are good as well. I would pre-order I that on Best Buy. Using I think I saw Messengers uh, on sale right now on Steam though for like twelve bucks or something like that. Yeah, I might go that route too. 
Uh, well, let's Steam. face it. Do you do you want to pay full price on Nintendo Switch, or do you want to get them cheap on? I don't PC? want to pay full price anywhere. I'm a exactly. cheap biased. Um, exactly. So I'll finish with the. I guess I'll finish with the rest of the games that I've played. Uh, Dead Cells. Yeah. I picked this up from the library. I'm enjoying the gameplay and the the uh, cyclical shout out, nature. Shout out to Grouchy Surge who finished Dead Cells. He completed he really? the Dead Cells. Congratulations, so. sir. That is not an easy feat because it's a roguelike game where you're constantly restarting, but you're retaining some of the stuff that you gained from your past playthroughs. So you're always like up, up, uh, upgrading and unlocking new... Um, um, not upgrades, but new abilities and stuff that are permanent yeah. and stay with you all the time. The one thing I, I will say that I don't like about the game, and I think it's actually kind of a big one, is the music. I find it to be fairly lackluster. Yeah. It's not bad. It just doesn't, doesn't do, do much, much for, for me. You. Yeah, it, it doesn't How, really follow the action very well. Yeah. I know you saw you had made it to the, did you ever, have you made it past that first boss yet? On, no, I on only made it to him that one time, and then I, I tried two other times and didn't quite make it there. See, the problem that I have with Dead Cells is like I'm kind of stuck in a loop where I've gotten past I I can consistently defeat that boss and then I'll get to like I've made it like a couple levels past that mm-hmm. and then the enemies there just destroy me. Like I'm way too weak to oh, like defeat them. Yeah. So then it kind of comes into a dilemma where it's like there's two ways you can play this game. I can either speedrun it to try to get as many time doors as possible to get, because you can get a ton of cells uh, yeah, that's inside. Very of those. annoying. Those those. But usually, doors. when I play that way, I get really reckless and I die in the run, ends I and I don't that. get anything. Yeah. So there's that. that happens, or you do the slow, methodical plotting route where I get as many Just of the upgrades as I can, and and then, but then it's like, even when I do that, it takes longer, and then I'm not getting a lot of cells, so I'm not un- I'm not progressing. I'm not unlocking stuff. That's so. kind of how I feel where I'm at right now. Yeah. Is I'm doing the slow grind, and I'm just kind of chipping away at a really large iceberg. Yeah. So, so I've kind of took a break with that, but that's that's one that I would like to get back to as well. But yeah, I, I haven't even made it to a second boss yet, so it's kind of frustrating a bit. That does not make me feel very good about it. And I've also noticed that anytime I get a slow weapon, like I had the hammer one time, oh god, or the broadsword. Oh, that's a dude. The broadsword feels so great, but yeah, it's like swinging the. It's like if you and I tried to swing the Buster Sword. <laughs> yeah, basically, it takes too long. Um, good analogy there. The other game. Now this game, I've I've been meaning to like try this out because I got it through Humble Bundle, of course. Where else would I get it? Is this the one you posted a screenshot of? And yes, I was talking about how I couldn't figure out a puzzle in this game. Not not literally a puzzle, but so this is a real time strategy game uh, where you play as a troop of ninjas who, well, they're not all ninjas. Some 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 are samurai. Uh, Those are different. If you're not the goof troop, you might as well be a ninja troop. <laughs> goof troop, and we always stick together. Uh, that was one of my favorite cartoons uh, when growing up. So it's it has this very gratifying um, gameplay where even it's real time and you can't pause it, but they give you time where you can hide in bushes and, and stuff like that and kind of plan out wh- how you're going to ap- approach problems. So there's five characters, and each one of them have different abilities, which work somewhat similarly, but not completely the same. For instance, there's one very basic ninja shadow warrior type guy who um, he can throw a shuriken, a shuriken, 
And he can also throw a stone that distracts enemies, but they'll just turn and look at it. But then there's yeah. also a, a girl, a younger girl, who kind of wants to become his student. And she has a trap that she can set on the ground. And then she has a, a um, instrument that sounds like a bird. And that lures people towards the sound as opposed to mm-hmm. just turning them and facing a direction. Uh, so they all have kind of similar powers, but they all sort of work in a different way. Um, and it's just, I don't know. There's just something about it because it's not turn-based. It's not like XCOM where, you know, you're worried about setting up uh, Overwatch and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but you're 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 taking out guards and there's or guards. There's different uh, elements of the game that come up. Like for once, for one of the um, levels, it was nighttime and the guards' view cones were shortened, but there were points of light where they'd be able to see you, no matter how like, no matter how short their view cone was. If it crosses in that light path, they'll see you immediately. So you'd oh, have to sneak around in the dark, but you also had to be aware of any time they were like swinging their head around and their view cone would pass in the, the light areas and, and just stuff like that. All sorts of different uh, things. There's a character who can dress up as a civilian and walk around and distract guards by talking to them. Um, and a sniper character, which is really interesting because he can basically kill anybody from anywhere. He has a, he has a, no, he has a sniper rifle, but he built it out of, uh, um, he has a crutch, he has a crutch and, uh, and a fake leg, a wooden leg. And so the crutch is his, uh, stock for the gun and the leg is the, the rest, like the barrel and everything else in it. So yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it, it, if anybody's familiar with commandos or desperados, it's a, it's a very, or despacitos. It's a very, uh, similar game. Uh, and, uh, it's just jiving with me for some reason. I think I'm about half done with it already. Oh, but, wow. But I will say this, when you play a level, you sit there for like an hour and you can save at any time. So you're constantly quick saving when something goes right. And then reloading when something goes oh, wrong. Yes. Cause you're just like, well, that didn't work. Well, that didn't well that's work. all I'm going to play any game like that. Yeah, sure. But here they at least reward your ability to to um try something different by letting you save whenever you want for the most part. So that's nice. As for uh I played some board games, actually. What? Yeah, I bought some kind of entry level games that I wanted to introduce to the rest of the the extended family. And we played two of them, the wife and I. And the the it was to do the entry level thing, but also to have more two player games because yeah. we don't have a whole lot of those. So one of them we, pl- we played was called Kodama, and that was about making a tree that pleases these uh, woodland spirits called Kodama. And they look for different things in your tree. So basically what you do is you start with a trunk card and then you're drawing. Hey, Josh, Josh must have channeled you because he posted a picture of Kodama Duo. Oh, Oh goodness! And I never Kokoro, heard of such a thing. Avenue of the Kodama. Oh goodness! I, I never knew there were so many Kodamaites or Kodamaes or whatever. So you start with a, tr- a trunk tree, and then you have to build branches off from. There's branch cards that you select from a pool, and uh, these branch cards have different aspects on them, and they'll have things like mushrooms, clouds, stars, um, horseshoes, blue moons, pots of gold, and rainbows. And the red balloon. And the red balloon. <laughs> so you'll get points for basically 
making one long branch every time you place a card, as long as it continues to have the same features, like we'll say mushrooms. So you place okay. a card that has mushrooms on it. Then you place another branch card that has mushrooms on it. You'll get points for both cards having mushrooms. And then you place a third one. All three of those cards will score for mushrooms. But the second that you break something, like say your next card has clouds on it, but no mushrooms, you'll score all those clouds, but not the mushrooms unless they all continue down the line towards your trunk. So um, it's a pretty difficult game because you have different ways of building out your tree. Um, The Kodama give you different things as well um, for having different features, like however many, however many cards you have that touch three other cards, because all the branches start to touch each other because they're square cards. Um, So it's really interesting. It's more strategic than I expected it to be. And, um, the only thing is you need a lot of space because you're building out this tree made out of cards. So there's tons of real estate needed to be able to um, spread your branches, so to speak. Um, the other game we played is called Forbidden Island. And that is yes. you and I played Forbidden Desert. Desert, yeah. Which I, I wanted to play I- Island. I will say that I prefer Desert, I think, because obviously Forbidden Island came first. So it's a little bit more simple than Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, similar thing. You're the only difference is here. You're looking for uh, treasure cards like you're just kind of waiting to draw the treasure cards. It actually has more to more in common with pandemic in the sense that uh. you're kind of working together, moving around, trying to remove water uh, off these tiles. But you're only really just kind of waiting for your end to turn to grab two treasure cards and hoping that you get mm-hmm. four of them to trade in at a temple for the treasure. Once you collect four of these treasures, you have to get to the chapel and uh, have a specific oh, card wow. that so lets you get lifted off the island. So it's not really, it's very not similar. I thought it might be similar to Desert, but just with a different skin in yeah, a way. But it's not. I kind of like, like what you said with like Forbidden Desert. You know, we had to, you had to work together to complete an objective and get out of there, you know, before you were lost. Well, and, and the sand out. worked a little bit. Yeah. More interestingly to me. And you had to uncover, like you had to keep looking in certain spots to find the stuff as opposed to yep. just waiting for cards to. And then shifted. And yeah, I like that a lot better. So, okay. I mean, it was fun. And I think it'll be even more fun when we play with more people. Um, and it's a good, it's a good entry level game. I think well, when I good, played, man. when I played through it, I was like, this isn't so complicated that everyone's just going to be sitting here checking their phones. And then just taking their right. turns and being like, oh, whatever. I can't wait for this yeah. to be over. Um, finally, uh, some stuff I watched. I'm just going to go quickly through these movies. I want. I went on an action binge kind of and watched a bunch of action movies. The movies I uh, watched and their ratings are as follows. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. That's the second Kingsman movie. I watched the first ah, yes. one. I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked this one. I gave it a four out of five. A four. Out of five. Out of five. Um, it was a little bit more dumb than the first one, uh, and it had a really interesting political message about drug use in America and how everybody who uses drugs isn't necessarily a bad guy. You know what I mean? Isn't just like like the scum of the earth street person or whatever. Um, so I give that a four because the action sequences were awesome. They're very CG looking, but they are really, really cool. The fight scenes and everything really paid off in this movie. Uh, other movie I watched atomic blonde. This one was okay. It kind of suffered from, I talked about it a little bit in the discord. It suffered from like smoking cigarettes, drinking and, and having a devil may care attitude is 
uh, really cool. It had like that sophomoric feel to it. Um, I give it a three out of five. There's a specific scene in a stairwell that is really, really good in this movie. It kind of redeemed the entire thing. Uh, but overall, it didn't do anything great and it didn't do anything terrible. It just kind of was a little annoying. Had a lot of 80s music, though, and they were kind of reworked to have more of a um, more of a traditional kind of club music type sound to them. Not crazy over the top, but they definitely were reworked a little bit. Uh, the last one I watched was called The Foreigner, and this had Jackie Chan in it. And I had a lot of I was kind of hoping this was like a, a really smart taken esque movie. But it ended up being not really about Jackie Chan's character at all, hardly. Um, it ended up being more about the other guy. And there was just too many names thrown around. And any time there's a movie where a lot of names are thrown around, I just get confused. And they're talking about the IRA or the Irish IRA, right? The Irish Republic. I don't know. The, the terrorist group that did a lot of bombings in Britain in the 80s and 90s, I think. Uh, they come back and start bombing stuff and he, uh, they end up killing Jackie Chan's daughter. And so he wants revenge. Um, the problem was the action was kind of just okay. It was very typical of an action movie I felt. And the story just, I don't know. It just didn't pay off for me very well. I gave it a three just because I felt like I was mostly disinterested in it. Again, it didn't do anything bad. Uh, I just kind of was like, "Mm, okay. Um, so that was kind of my movies watching experience. The last thing was I finally finished Castlevania season two. There's only eight episodes in that. Um, this one is tough. I give it a, I guess I give it like a three and a half, uh, because it's not quite as bad to give it just a three, but it's not quite as good as the first season. Uh, it's a little bit boring. There's a lot of vampire stuff at the beginning of like the first four episodes where, there's just a lot of um, vampire politics, I guess, which sounds like a really bad, like, screamo band, vampire politics. I accidentally destroyed my uh, microphone. Okay, there. I saw you I were like, say, hold on. I was trying to say, like, uh, I, I haven't seen Jackie Chan on a movie in a long time. No, he's it, he's getting older, too. He doesn't do quite as much, but he does still kick some ass. Um, But, uh, yeah, Castlevania, I give, like, a three and a half, kind of because some of it's boring for season two, but overall it was all right. It was still good. How many, how many episodes are in that season? Eight, eight I believe. Okay. Six or eight. Cause I, I think it's eight. I've only watched like, I think I ever made it through was episode one. So I, oh, it's always been one of the things. Season one. Oh, okay. Season one to me is a little so bit it's, better. It's discuss. always been one of the things like, I'm, oh, I'll get back to it, you know, but yeah. I just haven't, haven't done it yet. You just see, I ended up, what I typically will do is just watch two episodes. Cause I know, with them being shorter, I can do like the 45 minutes of that. Yeah. Whereas, cause otherwise I know I'll never finish yeah. it probably. Cause I like, I don't have this like pull, you know, to Castlevania, but I want to support more things that are like those types of creations, mediums and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. it It's good. I think it really is just because they have some good voice actors and the writing comes off as kind of funny especially uh trevor belmont is particularly uh he's kind of a shitty character at first but he sort of comes to redeem himself a little bit but he's he there's some comedy to it it's not just gothic uh horror almost so i'd recommend it i mean it might not be perfect but it's better than i was expecting at least especially for an anime so hey 
I'll take it. And that's all that's you can cool. ask for. And that's it. That's right. why what you play in. That's then. it. That was everything. Yeah, sweet. You got some good stuff there. Yeah, yeah I, I got to, a lot, through a lot of stuff. We were watching uh, Ellen Ellen DeGeneres' uh, stand-up special that oh, uh, yeah, finally yeah. is on Netflix. We almost finished that before the show, but didn't quite have no time. So let's do some community grab bag, and okay. we'll whisk you off into the night. Uh, and it's fitting. Dan Anthony, congratulations again on your big win, big sir. Big winner. Uh, has had a comment because we had talked about it. How does Dan find all this new stuff? And he just said, you know, tweeted back at us. I've been a lurker and a follower of a lot of weird Twitter since the early part of the decade. <laughs> the many retweets of their local news and highlighting of hilarious trending news has helped put a smile on my face many times. Years of silliness. I am a silliness magnet. Which is why nice. he hangs around us. He's a magnet for silliness. We're a right, bunch Dan? of big fellies. Big fellies. So. Well, now it all makes sense. There's a method to the madness. Yeah. He, he, I, it's a sick, sad world. He just... He yeah. just uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, really, if you want to, you want to be really entertained, get all the good stuff. Just follow a bunch of Florida stuff. Oh, let's follow say, Florida everything, man. Everything good starts with Florida man. <laughs> he's like a as uh, I, which I haven't listened to any of his podcast in forever, but I used to always talk about it on here. Scott Johnson would say that was like the one superhero, Florida man, Florida with the man, power to do something basalt. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> that do basalt first, then something terrible, right? So let's close out the show, okay, guys. Uh, again, a reminder, next week, there is no actual show. We will release our mixtape of awesomeness. The holiday mixtape will hit your feeds in its place. Um, and just look forward to that. So, again, you know, that's our way oh, of saying happy holidays. Oh, there's messages from us, too, in there. So it's not just going to be music. Yeah, there's some messages from us and from the community that that's chose to partake. And it's just a way to say happy holidays to you and yours. I hope you have a safe and happy and joyous holiday, whether you celebrate this one or whichever holiday you celebrate. I hope you enjoy time with those that you care about. Get some gaming in. Get some time away from the games. And send us a know. send us a question at the MA. Uh, ask us anything. Yeah, uh, flexibles at flexibles at gmail. Take some time out of your your beautiful holiday for Christmas time or Hanukkah time, if you so wish. Or or just instead of saying. I'm really mad about this game in Twitter. Just type a question and yeah. send an email. Be like, us. be like, hey, aren't you guys mad about this game I'm playing? <laughs> That's my ask me anything. <laughs> Why are people suing Fortnite? What is going on? So with that said, we do have to say thank you to all of our patrons and thank you for all yeah. of you, those of you that are listening or watch and share it with everyone. We appreciate that. But special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Kevin Austin, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Ron, Tom Servo, Matt Knight, and our executors of excellence, Josh Perboni, Dan Anthony, Edwin Callis, Renee, and Devin Tyus. We thank you all for your support. If you want to join the Flux Legion like those awesome people, please check out patreon.com slash Flux for all the deets. And that's going to do it for us. That's the last episode of the year. We will see you in 2019. We'll see you in a year. <laughs> for more podcasting and stay tuned for how you can flex with Flux. Oh, snap. Yep, that happened. So see you guys. We'll be back in 2019 for more Flux Post.